these two fish right and they're the tide goes out and they get caught in this little tiny shallow tidal pool and the day's going along it's getting hotter and hotter sun's beating down little tidal pools drying up slowly but slowly get forced into the smaller and smaller area of water till finally they're 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 completely exposed right they're laying on their sides they're almost completely out of water. They can feel their themselves start start drying up. They're gasping for air. They're on their last. They're on their last breath, and the one fish kind of <laughs> uses his last little bit of strength, <clears throat> wiggles over close to the other fish, right up to his little fish ear, and he says, "Long time no see." Welcome, <laughs> to a very special fishy mini-sode of Halloween is Forever. I'm Brian. And I'm Steve. <laughs> I got a genuine, you guys couldn't hear it because he was kind of doing like a, like a chuckle, like an under his voice ch- or a chuckle, but I think I got a genuine reaction out of Steve on that one. I like, here's, here's the reason why I like it. Like the punchline yeah. is, you know, the punchline is whatever and it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I like it because it's so long. The setup is yeah. so long. Like, I mean, that is, that's an old joke, yeah. right? It's like two dead fish, you know, whatever. But I just decided to really draw it out yeah. and make it extra dramatic. Yeah. I, I, and I think it's like, I, it's so long that I had time to think about the time <laughs> Norm MacDonald did the moth joke on Conan. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. So like, right. I'm just laughing, thinking about the time he did that while you're doing this joke of this huge long yeah. setup. And I was like, yeah, I like this kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I have one that my grandfather told me that uh, uh, I'll tell it on another episode, but it was like a tradition. He used to tell us this joke all the time, like get all the grandkids around, tell us this joke, you know, probably, you know, a couple times, two or three times a year since we were little, you know, and it would change every time. It would be like 10 minutes long. Mm. And then it just has this dumb punchline. And uh, we just thought that was the like a funny thing that he did. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. it's not grandpa- that, but it's, it's, <laughs> your yeah, it's my grandfather's telling a bunch of kids, the aristocrats. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but it was, it was, uh, it was funny because we just thought, like, oh, this is some dumb joke he's been telling for a long time. And then like later on, he, you know, when he got a little older, he uh, he, um, you know, would would have me tell it occasionally, mm-hmm. you know, to all like the like my kids and, and nephews and nieces and nephews and all this stuff. And he just passed away last year. And my grandma gave me a letter that he wrote her when he was in the army. Mm. And he wrote the joke out so he would remember it because he heard it when he was in the army in Germany. <laughs> and that's how long this this goes back. This joke was like a thing he wrote. And so now I have the original letter of uh, that he wrote to my grandma when he was in the army talking about this joke. That's fucking and he great. writes the whole thing out. It's like multiple pages. And then after he delivers the punchline, he's like, it's a lot funnier. Like when you say it in person, because <laughs> 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 you're reading a joke. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that's pretty funny. That's fucking, that's fucking that. great, though, just to have that, yeah. like, frame. I have this script framed. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, well, I just got it like a couple, like a few weeks ago. My parents gave it to me. Um, anyway, uh, guys, we're talking fishes for a very specific reason. I got to explain what happened. If you're catching up on the podcast, uh, if you're new to the podcast, once a month, we do this son of a bitching thing, right? It's called a showdown episode. First Monday of every month. And we pick a topic. Actually, we pick three topics we start out with. We're going to pick three of them here in a dang old second for next month. We pick three topics. We put them on, you know, that come from this big spinny wheel with a bunch of topics that we're always adding to and stuff like that. We put them on social medias and then our friends and, and, and social media friends vote. We get one topic. Once we have that topic, we pick a movie. We talk about it. Uh, typically, we have a guest. This last time around, we tried something different where instead Steve and I each picked two movies. The topic had ha- happened to have been Stephen King film adaptations. Fucking Steve won by one vote on the social media. One solitary vote across three platforms. We have never had four really anywhere close. Yeah, really four platforms. We have never come that close. You know, we've had close ones where it was a few votes. This was literally one vote. Um, And you know what? This is what happens. One fucking vote goes one direction or the other. Now, I could have went and pulled up some bullshit Instagram account that I had from <laughs> God knows when that I don't even open it just to go in and vote. But I did it. And then this is what I get for being a man of honor. I lose by one vote. And then what does this rat fuck do? Yeah. But makes me watch a movie that when I heard about it, I thought this sounds funny. Spoiler alert, it's not. You it's called it's Fish Piss, guys. No, not even a little bit. I think it's And funny. I'm going to talk about why it's not funny and why I hate you. It's called Fish Piss from t- 20 and 23. Um, we'll get into it in a second, guys. It's, it is trash. And like, I, I, I'm trying to think of a harsher word. It's like diarrhea on film is what this movie is um this movie makes like like uh uh the the thingy or like what 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 was the what was the one that uh uh spookies have you ever saw spooky like it makes movies that are like kind of nonsensical in that way look like you know fucking uh, uh, uh you know casablanca compared to this motherfucker this is at this is just a few dumbasses fucking around with a camera yes. for an hour. Yes. That's all it is. Yes. That's all it is. Um, all right. No more spoilers. We'll get into fish piss here in a second. But Steve, I said one by one vote. And instead of just being gracious about it and saying, oh, man, that was a tight one, huh? Mm. Let's watch some silly Taiwanese something. No, he threw fish piss out there. Not only did I, uh, I have to watch fish piss. I ended up having to subscribe to Troma's fucking streaming service for a month. <laughs> Luckily, it's a free month of streaming service. It is just garbage across the board. I'm, I'm fumed. I'm fumed about it. Well, um, so I'm going to chug this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Explain yourself. Yeah, Explain I, I, how you're not a rat fuck for a second. Well, I'm not going to say I'm not that. I, I'm not yeah. going to walk that back. But yeah. perhaps the reason why is... The past couple showdowns, both of us have lost. Yeah. So I had to go back into the archives to who was the last champion. And the last champion between the two of us was you. Mm-hmm. And the last Naturally. punishment film was mm-hmm. The Great Puppy Adventure. 
So that's the last one that you... <laughs> you are still holding grudges from the great puppy adventure, yeah. first of all. Yeah. Get it right or pay the price. The great puppy adventure, a.k.a. Uh, a Halloween puppy, a.k.a. Uh, a magic puppy. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're so you're still you're still holding beefs from that. That's why you made me watch Fish Piss. Yeah, I I hadn't been able to claim my revenge on that. So yeah. and now I've claimed my revenge and we watch Fish Piss. Here's what I I want to here's what I want to specify though. The Great Puppy Adventure, aka Halloween Puppy, aka Magic Puppy, that was a movie. <laughs> like. No matter what you say about it, it was so stupid. It was horrible. It was lazy. It was dumb. All those things, right? I I, I will admit all of that. It was at least a movie. Uh huh. This was just three to four drunk assholes who found an old camera yeah. and was like, "Oh, this looks kind of cool shooting uh, certain bright lights with it." I think that's it. I think if you recontextualize it as a skinema rink. It looks a lot more arty. No, <laughs> it's a skin. It's not. It's, it's just skin-a-mer-ink. really not. It's just really, really and truly not. This reminded me. We're, we're, I'm getting ahead of myself, but this reminds me so much of a movie me and my friends made mm-hmm. when we were 12. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even joking. Ours was way better than this. <laughs> way better than these stupid man children. I don't care who they are. They should be ashamed of themselves. Ashamed of this movie. I will fist fight anybody involved. <laughs> with this movie if i see them in real life that is just a that is an offer that remains on the table for the rest of my days um brian is saying it's right. on site i'm on site i'm throwing hands if somebody comes up to me at a conf at a convention or something and says oh hey i heard you talked you know you guys did an episode on fish piss i i'm not even going to confirm that they were involved with the movie i'm just taken one from the south pole <laughs> and just overhand right chocolate l style right in the middle of their forehead that's what i'm doing i'm going to jail over this movie i'll give you um, i'll, I'll give right. you guys high fives i'm of the other opinion <laughs> nope wrong so, so um, be careful of which host you approach <laughs> yeah one one is good and one is evil one one always lies and the other always tells oh, the truth. always tells the truth yeah um the one that you see that is, is less intimidating, he's the one who's going to punch you in the face. <laughs> the one that you're like, oh, the, oh, not the six foot five guy. Oh, I'm not worried about him. Mm-mm, he's the one who's 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 got a roll of nickels with your name on it. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's talk about beers before I get any more fired up. I got to get some more beers in me. What are, what are you drinking on over there, Steve? Uh, I'm I'm just like being a little brand baby. I'm all on brand today because oh, I've got one of my favorite beers from the brewery that I like. It's from mm-hmm. Southern Tier. So mm-hmm. I'm drinking a celebratory creme brulee, mm. the old the old 10% imperial stout, but I'm drinking it out of a Southern Tier glass and I op- oh, good Lord. I opened it with a Southern Tier beer bottle opener oh you got one up on me because i am drinking a beer out of its its branded glassware but i am not drink i'm not opening uh the bottle with a branded bottle opener although i do have a branded bottle opener for this for this beer mm. i bet if you thought real if you thought real hard you could guess what beer i'm drinking i mean is it a pilsner or kel it's not not a pilsner or kel <laughs> actually 
you're not 100% right. I'm drinking not a Pilsner Kell, but three Pilsner oh. Kells. Um, so a little change of pace there. Um, Do you have a bucket for these? Yeah, the, did, did you? Sp- no, 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 no. No, because I have the branded. I got the branded. I'm doing the doing the little point threes here. So mm-hmm. I'm just topping them off as I go, giving that giving that foam, getting that foam going. Um, but no, I didn't do my my my. That's reserved for like cans. I need a 12 ounce can, and I need a bucket of them. Mm-hmm. Pilsner Cal. I just uh, oh look this look at this little. Can you see that little? Look at that little bubble. Is that a bubble? Boop. Hey, a little bubble on top of the glass. No, no, that's more of like a Keystone Lights situation. I'm not doing that. I'm really bougieing it up here, drinking Pilsner Kale. Mm-hmm. Is that creme brulee as sweet as I remember it? I remember that beer was like intense dessert, dessert sweet. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I mean, you'll it's hate a beer. It. It's called, it's called creme brulee. Yeah. So it's like you, you know, you can't, you can't fault it for, uh, for delivering on what it says on the bottle. Yeah, it's one of those things that this beer is so chocolatey and sweet that it's hard to tell. Are you getting like, are you getting a burn because it's 10% or are you getting a burn because you're old and chocolate gives you acid reflux? It's one of those two mm. type deals. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good feeling. Yep. Um, yeah. Listen, I'm drinking this beer um, that I drink all the time. And this is this beer. So last night I stayed up late, way past my bedtime. I'm usually like, a, I'm a, a, like. I'm oftentimes in bed by 10. I'm just, that's, that's where I'm at in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I go up, I lay down with a book, I read a few pages and then, and then I'm out. Right. Last night was Joe Bob's, uh, Valentine's day special. Yeah. They did the, the, the last drive in Valentine's day special. Did you watch it at all? I didn't watch it. I was up to other things, but it just like, mm-hmm. I, I knew the two movies that they had and I was like, ah, I like those movies. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll watch it, uh, on actual Valentine's day on shutter. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I actually stayed up. I actually had myself a little coffee at like eight o'clock, you know, late, late in the evening coffee, just so I could stay up. Um, and, uh, I, I went down the basement, turned, got, you know, got the, got the, got the little, little pretend fireplace going and sat there and watched, uh, well, the first movie was Freeway, mm-hmm. um, with, with Reese Witherspoon and, uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland, yeah. Miss, uh, that dang old, old, dang old Santa Clara vampire himself, Kiefer Sutherland. Um, which is a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't call it pure horror. There's certainly some some some. It's a you know it's a serial killer movie, but it's also it really jumps a lot of genres. And, yeah. and Joe Bob even talked about it last night. He's like, it starts out as like kind of like a gangland, like uh, 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 you know, kind of you know drug type of movie. Like I, I was texting my brother because he was watching it too, and uh, I was like, this reminds me of like a. A hard-boiled, grimy-ass Joe Dirt. You yeah, know, what I mean? yeah. like the color, the color, the way it's like saturated, like just everything about it. And then all of a sudden, it becomes this like serial killer movie. And then, and then it's like a a women in prison movie yeah. <laughs> too. And then, yeah, it, it's just it kind of hops all over the place, but it's really, really uh, entertaining flick. Yeah, it all it, it, um, like it also reminds me of The Hitcher a little bit. And mm. uh, and then also just like it has that weird connection of being like a somewhat adaptation, like a really, really fucked up adaptation of Red Riding Hood. Is- oh, yeah. And, and, and they talked about that last night. And I remember that 
part of it because like at the end like listen spoiler alert so like really do fast forward a couple minutes if 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 you've never watched this movie because freeway is very much worth a watch Mm -hmm. so you know go go 20 seconds ahead here whatever um but even the the last sequence i mean where he dresses up like her grandma like it's very on the nose but i didn't realize i completely forgot i'd only seen this movie i think one other time so this is only my second watch last night. I forgot that she literally has like the picnic basket, like the red picnic <laughs> basket where she like where she like when she like handcuffs the social worker and leaves, she like puts her clothes and stuff in a picnic basket. It's very on the nose, but it's a it's a really entertaining movie. It, it reminds me a lot of Angel, too, if you've oh, ever seen Angel. Okay. Um, like this Lolita E yeah. type of like, uh, you know, it, it, you know, uh, almost a hooker with a heart of gold type of thing, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, the, them against the system, them against the world type thing. Anyway, I would have loved if <laughs> Reese Witherspoon would have stayed down that path because she's fucking great. <laughs> um, and she plays she plays the tone. She can be a little over top and kind of cartoony. Right. But the whole movie's a little bit like. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it really it really makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. I mean, when he and when, then again, I don't know if you fast forwarded it enough people listening, but like when he winds yeah. up in the halo with the voice changer and his face is all pulled back like that's car- it's gross. It, like it's cartoonish and gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's fucking great. Um, but uh yeah, I would have loved to have seen like the original like director's cut of that movie too, because they talked about how that thing just got hacked to pieces mm-hmm. too. They had to make like fifty three cuts to get it, mm. you know, an R rating. So that, and then right after that, watch Vamp. Now I didn't make it the whole way through Vamp, but I've seen Vamp multiple times. Right, yeah. Vamp's a fucking blast. Yeah, love that. Love, it's so much fun. Um, but the reason I, I guess a way roundabout uh, way of saying is like, you know, hey, I, I, I sat down, started tr- drinking on some beers, started drinking on some brewskis, right? I had a I had a dang old thirty rack of Keystone Light. Ooh. All right, so I was going for just quantity, right? So I started cracking on some Keystone Lights through the course of the 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 whole first movie. You know, opened the first one before the first movie started. Made made it you know probably halfway through vamp and you gotta understand these movies are drawn out because it's given the whole Joe Bob treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got all the breaks and the movies run like. Each one of the movies run like two and a half hours, even though it's like an hour and a half right. the time, you know, um, and I and I drank me about nine Keystone Lights during that time. Yeah. Right? So nine, key, you know, after over a course of, I don't know, three hours, let's say I drank like nine Keystone Lights. I was belching <laughs> so fucking just so gassy and f- just full of gas. And I was just drinking them out of cans, stuff like that. Pilsner or Kell, I feel like I could drink nine of them. In half the time, I drank nine Keystone Lights. <laughs> like this beard, like it's just less, less gas, and something about like the a little bit more body to it. I don't know. Like I could drink this beer so fucking fast. Like I, I drank one before I came up here, especially poured out in the glass. Like I'm almost done with these three beers. <laughs> like we just barely started recording. Like it just goes down so fucking fast. Basically, what I'm saying is, if you're not drinking Pilsner or Kell, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. So still the world's best. Fair enough. Fair enough. Is is there something in the way they uh, they package things in Europe versus the way they do it in America that like that they're more CO2 winds up in in cans over here? Yeah. So literally less volumes of CO2 in this beer compared to 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 your standard. So I think this beer volumes of CO2 is like in the probably 2.3 range. And I think you're 
95% of your American satellite loggers are like 2.7 mm. or even a little hair over that. Okay. So there's literally less CO2. Also, I'm drinking them out of a can versus pouring them into a glass. Right, yeah. But also, I think the one other thing, too, is just the way that when we do high gravity brewing in the United States, which is like how all American lagers are, are made, where they like brew a wort, you know, ferment a wort to like 9, 10, 11% mm-hmm. and then water it back. Right? Yeah. Um, so they're fermenting this higher gravity wort. They're fermenting it quicker, whereas in Pilsen, they're they're fermenting it really slow and cold and they're trying to preserve residual carbohydrates and a little bit of diacetyl. Like that's just the Czech way of fermenting lager beer. Mm-hmm. You don't get as many of those like higher molecular weight alcohols. So you don't get a headache either in the same way that you do when you drink right, most yeah. other beers. Yeah. Because um, it's not as complex for your body to fucking break down. Like, Yeah. It's just it's just more ethanol and less, you know, isoamyl alcohol. And uh, like I said, other a whole host of other higher molecular weight alcohols. Like it's all poison, right? Mm-hmm. All these alcohols are like poison. <laughs> but some of them are more prone to give you headaches than that. That's why like higher, you know, higher quality, you know, booze doesn't. uh doesn't give you a headache as much as like you know rot got bottom of the shelf mm-hmm. shit does but that doesn't play into effect in, you know when you're talking about beer because it's not distilled but it, it does in the in the way that it's fermented how quickly it's fermented that's like why belgian these really it's not a quality thing it's it's a fermentation regimen thing and we haven't got this nerdy on beer in a while but like <laughs> with belgian beers these high gravity really expensive you know really well thought of you know artisan trappist ales from belgium they use a lot of uh uh what they call belgian candy sugar Mm -hmm. of different uh uh, colors some of them are really dark almost looks like molasses some of them are are really pale but it is it's an invert sugar and they treat you know regular sucrose with um like like a food grade acid and it breaks it down into uh glucose and fructose Mm -hmm. and those really simple sugars are fermented really quick and fast metabolized by this warm fermenting um ale yeast from belgium warm in comparison to let's say pilsner cal right or whatever lager yeast we're talking about and it just tends to make a lot of those higher molecular weight alcohols too but those things that make those really like complex ester profiles in a trappist ale also might be the fermentation regimen that makes it so when you drink two bottles of it, you get a fucking headache. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's like, I would sit here and drink, tra- you know, uh, you know, um, Usher fruit 10. That's the go-to. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a great one. I, I, I was trying to, I, I kept wanting to say West Valeteran. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but the, I didn't mean West, I didn't mean West Valeteran. That's, that's, uh, that's tough to get. Uh, West Mall? West Mall triple. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of West Mall. Like, I would sit there and drink West Mall triple all night because I fucking love that beer. But I, my head would just be splitting wide yeah, open, yeah, you know, yeah. in the morning. But yeah, I, yeah, I never, I never had that much of a problem because, like, I was a person who could drink fucking Steel Reserve. Like, Steel Reserve was my go-to for a while because it didn't bother yeah. me, despite being like, I'm yeah. guarantee that's just garbage, fucking carbohydrates. Oh, super high gravity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, different people have different sensitivities mm-hmm. to it too. Like, I know people, it's like, they don't drink beer because it's like, hey, if I drink two beers, I'm going to yeah. have a headache, even if I'm drunk, uh, you know, what, regardless of I'm buzzed or not. Yeah. But strangely, like, wine always gave me a headache. Like, wine always fucked me up. When a lot of people have, especially like like red wines and stuff, people have um, uh, sulfite sensibility, sensitivities too. Mm-hmm. So certain people who are sensitive to sulfites, um, oh, I shouldn't just say red wines, but r- red wines have more tannin too, so that that 
can contribute. But also the other thing that people don't really talk about, and I think maybe we don't fully understand too in beer and and wine for that matter, is any fermented alcoholic beverage or a lot of different products is also the effects of histamines too. Because mm. people have people have a that has effect on people. I don't think we really have a whole have a great understanding of that yet. But yeah, that's why when people are always like I don't drink Bud Light because it makes my knee twitch. You know, you just hear these like weird old, you know, um, you know, almost wise tale type yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah. Um, I never discredit those because I'm like, it might be. It could, it <laughs> they could, might be telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah, there's more complexity to it. There's other things happening we don't understand, but like they really could be having some effects that we just don't get because yeah. they have some sensitivity to isoamyl alcohol or whatever you know something causing an inflammation like a histamine a histamine would definitely cause inflammation in you (laughs) yes exactly it's like we we just tend to discredit like old uncle joe said he can't (laughs) drink Kerr's light because it makes his left ear you know vibrate or something but like eh, there might be something to it uh, anyway, guys, what I'm doing here is I'm delaying talking about fish piss, uh, basically. I mean, um, the, fil- the film is a- barely an hour, so. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it, it is. And we'll talk about it. So it's we have plenty of other things to, to talk about here. But anyway, I had a good old time cranked through some some Keystone lights watching watching Joe Bob last night. I really feel just like it gets me in the spirit, in the Joe Bob last drive in spirit to drink cheap beer. Mm-hmm. When I when I'm when I'm watching Joe Bob, yeah. it just I don't know why it just feels feels very. Uh, I mean, Joe Bob's like beer is Lone Star, you know, that's the, Lone Star, you know? which is one of the all time worst beers ever created by man. <laughs> I mean, that's way, way up there in terms of really bad beers. I, uh, I've never experienced um, it, thankfully, but I've, I've yeah. experienced plenty of trash. So I, yeah. I mean, it's it's exactly what you think it tastes mm-hmm. like. Um, it's 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 no good. It's no good. I remember the first time I had Lone Star was really only about. I feel like I've told this story before. It, it couldn't have been more than six or eight years ago, but I was in Austin and I went to this like famous, like kind of fried chicken, like juke joint type of honky tonk bar. That's supposed to have really good fried <laughs> chicken, like one day of the week. And I just happened to be in Austin that day of the week. And I went and I got it and it was great. You know, the, the food was fantastic, but they had Lone Star on draft, oh. which I never seen yeah. before. And I, so I was like, oh, sure. They brought the Lone Star to me. Not only was it Lone Star, but it was flat, like under carb and dirty draft lines on top of it. It was just painful, (laughs) painful. I was, I choked it down. Um, But you experienced it authentically uh, then. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this was, this was exact. This is how Lone Star was meant to be delivered to your face, which is just in the worst possible condition. Anyway, guys, if if you want it, we're we're about to spin that fucking wheel again. It's that time of the month. We're gonna go through the punishment episode, uh, but we're gonna we're already looking forward. We're looking forward to March. March is the first month of the year that starts to not suck that bad. January sucks. Fucking sucks. February piece of shit month. Trash <laughs> month. March sucks. March also sucks, but not quite as bad. Uh, and then after you get into, you know, then you get into the months that aren't as terrible. But uh, uh, March, we're, we're going to draw that fucking. Uh, actually, we're going to draw two options, not three. And I'll explain why here in a son of a bitch in a second. Hold your pants on. If you want to help us by either suggesting some of these topics for our spinny ass wheel. And Steve does have a wheel. It's a, it's on the Internet, but it's a wheel that we spin. 
if you want to suggest topics for that wheel, do it via our DMs, either on Instagram or Twitter or 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 or, or on the what we're on blue sky now we got yeah, a yeah, fucking plenty. other thing i don't know about we got facebook send it in any of the dms we'll put it on that wheel but you should also follow us on them things you should go on there at, at halloween is forever or at hello forever on twitter just put in halloween is forever it'll come up follow us on there for some spooky yuki shit on the internet and then i should probably mention as well because we're probably gonna be recording that pretty damn soon too if you're new to the show or you're just catching up and you haven't been listening for a while, first of all, where the fuck you been? Get with get with the program here. We got a Patreon now. It's patreon.com forward slash Halloween's forever. Steve, while, while I finish this beer, you tell them about what's going on over on the Patreon. Yeah. So everybody jump on the Patreon because when you jump on the Patreon, you get a couple things. We got two tiers. One tier is a little bit of a preview tier. You get to see a couple two tree things there. But the real tier is you want to get on the rascal tier become a Halloween is forever rascal because Mm -hmm. what you get is you get a monthly post full of reviews. You get some extra things that we talk about. You get an extra vote in the polls that we were just talking about. Like our poll came out even on Patreon. So, but still, if you wanted to move that number, if you wanted to change it, if you wanted Brian to win, you should have signed up for the Patreon. You could have helped it. The person that's you, and you know who you are, you've been thinking about signing up for the Patreon and you haven't done it already, you could have saved me this month and you didn't, right? You could have you, you stopped the fish piss episode. You could have prevented fish piss from happening and you didn't. So get off, quit sitting on your fucking thumb, get over there, sign up for the Patreon, help me out, help me fight this good fight so we don't have to watch <laughs> things like fish piss anymore. There's, there's something I want to bring up after I finish this talking about what's on the patreon but i just want to bring something up the other things you get on the patreon though are you get to be part of the discord so you can be on the discord interacting live watching episodes happen that means you get episodes like as soon as possible you don't have to wait for monday you get them when they get recorded so you're there Mm -hmm. and you can be a part of the episode you can text in and be like hey uh, you know, I don't like fish piss. And it's like, I'll say thanks, Patreon subscriber. But guess what? It's too bad. It's too bad. Fish piss is happening, yeah. unfortunately. And then the other thing you get is an exclusive monthly podcast, which is what Brian was talking about earlier. We're going to record Fate of the Furious as part of our Family is Forever monthly exclusive podcast where we watch all the Fast and the Furious films. It's not good, guys. It's a real drain on my existence. Um, these movies suck ass. They're genuinely very, very bad. Mm-hmm. And they're for bad people, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. People of bad. I would go as far as to say bad breeding. <laughs> like you like you have been <laughs> your your brain. Uh, the ridges in your brain has been smoothed out by by a very, very shallow gene pool. <laughs> if you like these movies, you sons of bitches. Um, that's the, but we're almost that's the most waspy eugenics thing you've ever said it's just like yeah you come you come you. from bad stock <laughs> you come from bad stock you've been bred poorly if you like these movies <laughs> now listen i'm from the most i'm i'm 100 white trash <laughs> appalachian white trash hell yeah but somehow i avoided um being stupid enough to think these movies are cool god damn it they're so bad so here's what you need to understand. We're on the eighth of 10 movies. We're about to do the eighth one. 
um, we're almost there. And I am getting close to being able to, to pull my redemption card here because after we get through these 10 movies, we're going to do away with our, our series, uh, Families Forever, and we're going to switch over to something else. And I'm kind of excited because I found a thing. Uh-oh. So I've Uh-oh, been really... Is. <laughs> I know. So I've been, I've been chatting with some, some friends, right? I'm chatting with some of our Patreon friends, some other social media friends on the intranets, on the social medias. We've been trying to think about like what I should pick after the Fast and the Furious is over to hurt Steve. The unfortunate thing is, Steve, I don't think I, I, I feel that I am genuinely a little bit more sensitive to these things than Steve. <laughs> and I'm worried that if I do something to hurt Steve, it's going to be a real cut off my nose to spite my face situation, because <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of things that are going to affect Steve that aren't going to be equally or more offensive to me. Mm. Right. So we we had a couple of things getting thrown around and I'm not I'm not ruling them out by any stretch of the imagination. I know we've been talking about Hallmark Christmas movies or or just Hallmark movies in general as kind of a fun idea. I don't I don't dislike that, which Um, which I've said in the past as producer, Steve, Christmas is forever is good branding. So, yeah, just producer Steve says that. I'm not going to say the person, Steve, whether or not that's going to hurt or not. I don't want to. But it doesn't even have to be Christmas because there are Hallmark movies for every like there are undoubtedly fucking Arbor Day, Mm -hmm. you know, Hallmark movies. But that would get old, too. But one thing that Dan, our 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 Patreon friend, Dan, who who is oftentimes in in the um, in the uh, discord here, which is which is he's not here and I'm I'm almost scared like i'm gonna i want to do a welfare check because dan is typically here um it's saturday night we usually don't record on saturday night so i'm sure he has a life but anyway dan gave me a good idea here um which would be like cartoon live action movies Ooh. so like alvin and the chipmunks oh. fat albert oh no garfield oh no you know charlie brown the smurfs that sort of stuff oh no they're so bad, but like that sounds so awful, and I don't want to do it either. Yeah, that's... like we were chatting, we were chatting about an IG, and I was like, "This is fucking brilliant." And he was like, "Dude, you could do like Scooby Doo, like you know what I mean?" Oh, uh, um, well, uh, the Scooby Doo movies actually aren't that bad because they're written oh, by no, James Gunn. So yeah, yeah, they're great. I actually yeah. really like them. But my point is, like, some of the other ones, like. I already have to watch this shit because I have kids. He doesn't have kids. He doesn't have to deal with this shit. So like it might actually be a little bit of a novelty to him. Whereas for me, it's just like, no, this is my life. So here's another thing. That's the thing. I don't know. Because you just said like you you brought up a whole bunch and it's just like I I actually had not thought about this concept. Yeah. But just the mere idea of Garfield, a tale of two kitties. (laughs) <laughs> like actually kind of like revulsed me at a moment of like, oh, wait, uh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, they are. So I mean, a lot of these are really fucking bad. Here's the thing, too, is like I'd have to pick the worst of the worst to make it funny to mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. And then because we're not going to do Scooby Doo movie. No, because it's like I mean, we could. But like that's genuinely enjoyable. Um, So I don't know. It was a good idea, though. Da- like I said, I, I won't take credit for it. this was Dan's idea. But here's another one 
and this is not going to hurt you. I think you'll generally enjoy this. And this is just me having to just like, I just got to be the bigger man here. I just got to be like, okay, I got to pick something. Even though it's not going to hurt Steve, I got to think like, think, put, think about your mental, my, my own personal mental well-being. Mm-hmm. And we started watching this, Kate and I. And you might, this seems like it'd be more up your alley, honestly, than mine. But this movie, this show, it's a show. Okay. It's bonkers. Yeah. Bonkers in a way that I had no idea. Uh-huh. And Kate and I went down a rabbit hole the other night and watched like four episodes. And it's wild. <laughs> Is a little show called, started in the year of our Lord, 1993. Ran mm. for eight seasons. It is not Columbo, but it is adjacent. Okay. Diagnosis Murders. Steve, oh. have you ever watched Diagnosis Murders? Honestly, I think I probably have seen episodes of it, but it's it's not something that's on. It's not something I currently watch, but it's definitely something yeah. that would be up my alley. That, that, that wouldn't okay, hurt so, me. So, no, it wouldn't, but it is still bonkers oh yeah bonkers so i have never watched this i've heard of it because when i was a little kid growing up in the 90s you know i was eight years old in 1993 Mm -hmm. i remember my grandparents liking diagnosis murders so of course i never watched it because it's like they watch touched by an angel and shit you know what i mean like i'm not gonna watch this but they watched diagnosis murders and i just was like oh it's got dick van dyke in it like what could be cool about this nothing nothing is cool about this right Kate and I got down a rabbit hole because there's like a Fubo channel or some bullshit that has it. It was one of the most batshit episodes <laughs> of television I have ever seen. I actually took a video like and we watched about four episodes and they were all in the same level of insanity. But there was one particular episode and just check this out. Okay. It's free on Pluto. If you have, we have Fubo for like watching like local, you know, cable and spin watch basically to watch the Penguins hockey and shit like that. Yeah. Um, so we can watch it on there too. But it's free on Pluto. Season five, episode 16. There is an episode of Diagnosis Murder called Reign of Terror. <laughs> it is one of the most bonkers episodes of television I have ever seen. And I've only watched four episodes and there are eight seasons. So there's no way it doesn't get crazier. There's no way I lucked on to the craziest shit. Right. Right. I mean, so I'm actually kind of toying with the idea of doing like a, a a season each episode. We do like a, 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 you know, key episodes Mm. of, of diagnosis murder because this show is, it's something different. All right. It's something different. I'd be, I'm down for that. So if you're willing to not just induce psychic damage on me and you just want to do yeah. a wacky show, I'm okay with that too. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm not sold on the whole idea. If you're listening, if you're familiar with diagnosis murder murders, if you, if you're not, and you're like, no, this is a bad idea. Let us know that too. But also before you pass judgment, go watch season five, episode 16 <laughs> reign of terror of diagnosis murder and just soak it in. There is not even a, there was another episode. It's not even the crazy one <laughs> where a guy goes into a Lamaze class mm-hmm. with a bomb strapped around his chest uh-huh. and, and everyone goes into labor. Yeah, it's chaos. Holy OK, shit. Steve, the episode name 
baby boomers. <laughs> Fuck yes. Oh, I'm watching this show. Oh, that just I'm in now. I'm it's, 100% it honestly, in. It's wacky <laughs> and it's not anywhere near Reign of Terror. Yeah. Um okay. the, I I watched 100%. like I said I watched four episodes. This is going to be your new favorite show. It's I can't believe more people aren't talking about diagnosis murder. We might just have to do an entire new spin-off podcast where we just talk about diagnosis murders. <laughs> Great. Because I I couldn't stop talking about it at work. Like I'm obsessed <laughs> with diagnosis murders right now. It's like my new favorite thing. It's so bonkers. Um Anyway, if you have any other ideas, I'm still open to ideas. I'm still open to ideas because I've only seen a few episodes. So I need to I need to wrap my head around this series. Let's get back to the the uh, the showdown episode for the for the lovely month of March. We're going to do something fun here um, that I'm really excited about. We usually pick three topics from the spinny wheel. We're only going to pick two this time because we're going to pull in one. That is a Patreon suggestion. This is the type of thing we do for our, our Patreon subscribers from time to time, especially because they're very active on the, in the social medias and the podcasts and DMs and send us all kind of fun stuff. Uh, one of our other uh, Patreon subscribers, Ron, who, who's frequent a frequent uh, participant in the Discord as well, um, he suggested that we should do uh, clown business, just general taking it to clown town, mm-hmm. right? And I said, fuck yeah, buddy, because I'm a clown guy. I love some clown movies. I watch anything with a clown in it. So he said, you guys, we should do something clown related. I'm all for it. So Steve and I talked about for it. I think what we're going to do is let's take one of the three spins and we're just going to automatically insert clowns. Yeah, just clown stuff. Just doing clown clown stuff. stuff. Taking it to clown town. Um, That is going to be our first spin. So Ron's going to submit his his choice there. It's going to get an automatic push forward into the uh, into the three. But we're going to spin it two more times. So what else are we going to what else are we going to get here, Steve, from that spinny wheel? So our first official spin is killer cars. So we got we got killer clowns. Now we've got killer cars. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because we've done some car movies already. So we would have to go back through the archives and think about what we've done that we would would you know, take out because obviously we've done maximum overdrive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did we do care or not Carrie? Uh, we didn't um, do Christine. Christine. We didn't do Christine. We've talked about Christine. But we've never actually did Christine. Um, I feel like we've done, did, didn't we do this? I swear to God, wouldn't we talk about like, maybe we just talked about it as a potential option because this has come up before. Perhaps. Yeah. It's, it, it, yeah. It's been voted on before, but it lost whatever poll it was it on last time. It. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Cars, killer cars. Yeah, killer cars. And then our third choice for the month of March is gothic horror. Oh, gothic horror. So some some uh, some Van Helsing is what I'm going to say. I'm going right off the bat. I'm choosing Van Helsing right now. I have a that is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it sucks. It's terrible, but I love Van Helsing. Um, yeah. So so gothic horror. OK, so gothic style, gothic stylistic elements. You know, when I think gothic, what's the first movie you come to mind when I think gothic? The first thing that comes to mind is uh uh, 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 Bram Stoker's Dracula for whatever reason I immediately think of that I just feel like that oozes that kind of gothic style yeah I mean that's that's the first one and then the next one would probably be um oh what's his fucking ass uh, uh, uh Werner Herzog's version of 
uh, oh, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Klaus Kinski. That also, vampire. Yeah, vampire. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, you love it. Hey, if there's a big-ass castle, you know, you got some fucking Beowulf-looking shit floating around on screen, right? Um, what else did I just watch recently that... Oh, I went back and rewatched. We might have talked about this on podcast before, but V, you remember that? It was like mm-hmm. the first movie, um, first horror movie that came out of the Soviet Union, actually, interestingly enough, but it was based on an old, like, Slovak... Uh, 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 you know, ghost story kind of thing uh, about witches and shit. Mm-hmm. That's got some real fucking cool gothic vibes. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit more Eastern European, but yeah, I think also you could find a lot of gothic horror like uh, when Guillermo del Toro isn't doing fucking giant uh, Pacific Rim robots or Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of his, yeah. oh, I think a lot of his stuff falls into the gothic. So you get yeah, good, you can good 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 vibes. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So, guys, we're talking about either killer clowns, killer cars, or gothic horror as our March showdown topic. Would be pleased with any one of those. Personally, I'm a little partial to the clowns. Uh, but, guys, if we could somehow combine those and do some gothic clowns, come on, come on. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see that? All right. Uh, I'm putting it off long enough. We got through beers. We got through movies. We took a whole big detour talking about fucking fermentation. Um, let's get into this movie, Steve. And I'm personally uh, excited to hear you try to justify and explain to me how this is even a movie. It has a beginning and an end, and then something does in the it? middle. Yeah, it does not have a middle, and I would argue it doesn't have middle. an end. <laughs> I would argue that it doesn't even have an end. Yeah, yeah, it has an end. He, I mean, it's not a good end, but it has an end. <laughs> he gets he gets I mean, killed by broccoli. Does. No, but then there's 20 minutes left in the movie. Like, yeah, and then there's that's just 20 minutes of- left in the runtime and it's just then they just continue dicking around with the camera and then they have like a 10 minute credit sequence it's like this this movie reminds me of uh uh and i, I know my friend brian occasionally listens to the podcast he and uh, myself his cousin frank our other friends from the neighborhood like rich and ej a bunch of us we used to make movies all the time right mm-hmm. brian's fit brian's parents had a big over the shoulder fucking big ass 20 pound camcorder you know that you put a whole goddamn vhs tape in yeah. and so we used to make movies all the time and record ourselves doing backyard wrestling and shit like that right we did a movie that was like an a three-hour epic that we worked on for like four years from the ages of like you know i was probably we you know we were probably 12 to like 16 right we worked on this movie and it was called well it was called many things but generally speaking it revolved around a particular character whose name was shithead mm. okay you we were 12 yeah, no. we started yeah you guys it was you guys are sh- just you guys are just real richard link letters hanging out in beaver yeah, county <laughs> ballad of shithead the story of shithead you know, whatever it was, it was about a guy. His name was shithead. Shithead was a former professional wrestler <laughs> turned whatever. Right. So he would become a cop for a portion of it. And we would do like a little cop drama. Then oh. he would become like, 
See, you know what I mean? See, then what he, you guys were yeah. doing, you didn't know it. You thought you were making a movie, but what you're actually making is a version of The Pretender. The, yes. <laughs> except for, yeah, that's in, what we're doing. Except for instead of Pretender being a super genius who could absorb any job, he was a dumbass yeah. wrestler who couldn't do any of yeah. the jobs. That's what she was making. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like he was a he was a uh, he was a magician at one point. I remember he was uh, he like I said he 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 was a cop at one point. Um, so we would do all these little stories, little vignettes of shithead who really all he knew how to do was just whoop ass, yeah. you know? Yeah. But then he would become a cop, and then we would do little interstitial like commercials. And most of the time, we came up with it on the spot, or like literally took five seconds. Like I remember one of our two of my our most memorable ones, which we still quote to this day. You know, fucking, you know, twenty five years later, is Frank, my, my friend Frank, who's also my 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 friend Brian's cousin. Fucking hilarious. He's one of the funniest people I ever met. He goes to our friend EJ. He goes, EJ, when I turn on the camera, you just, when I tell you to go out for a pass, just go out for a pass, right? And he turned, he said, turn on the camera, just pointed at me. And he goes, hi, I'm Frank. You know, the things you miss, it's the little things. <laughs> go out for a pass, buddy. And EJ turns around, starts running for a pass, and he just spikes the ball into the back of his head from point blank range. <laughs> It's just the dumbest little, like he tried to make it just like it was some dumb commercial. Yeah. He's like, what you really miss is the little things. And then just pound in the back of his head. We had another one where he went to, uh, we were, we were doing this cop movie. And then all of a sudden we decided we were going to play backyard football and record it. So in the middle of it, EJ pops up in front of the camera and the cop movie and goes, we we interrupt this previously scheduled program to bring you the Super Bowl. <laughs> and still <laughs> to this day, we literally will still say that. We will be like, <laughs> and like EJ, you want to hear some Beaver County shit? EJ's dead. <laughs> Guess how EJ died? I'll tell you. If you know Beaver County, you know exactly how EJ died. Um, but we will literally to this day, anytime anybody brings up, you know, brings up EJ, we'll be like, we inter we interrupt this this show to bring you the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, but like this, we were we were twelve. Yeah. This my, I'm, roundabout way, it was infinitely more entertaining than Fish Piss. But I don't understand. I don't understand. You did all the same things that Fish Piss does. Fish Piss interrupts the movie for a fishing tournament, just like the Super Bowl. We were Bowl. 12. <laughs> we were 12. These are grown men. These are 35. These are these. These men are our age, Steve. Maybe a Possibly. little younger. Yeah, a little, not, yeah, yeah. But, they're around there. I would say they're in their 30s, right? Yeah, yeah for they're sure. They're not that much different age than us. And my, me and my few white trash friends at 12 were funnier more clever and put more work into our movie than this but what if what yeah. if the whole concept of this movie is to capture exactly that is to capture that time like they obviously know that they're doing not good yeah i, I agreed you can't watch this and like no one who was making this thought this was good. They put they put the fish monster in Jordan's shoes. 
He did, which I did appreciate. I appreciated that there were jorts. Yeah, he's in jorts and shoes. And I was like, like, that has to be a Zat reference on top of it. Because yeah. like, because yeah. Zat had, Zat wandered around with shoes on as he, mm-hmm. destro- as he destroyed a bunch of stuff. So I, I don't know. I feel like they have to. You're saying this is a whole meta thing and they actually really put a lot of thought into this? I'm not saying they put a lot of thought into it. I'm just saying they put enough thought into it to make it just a little bit meta that they understand that they're making this kind of backyard, you know, ass ass about, you know, movie because like the movie starts. uh, My notes are, you know, five minutes of Beaver County chores, which is the start of the movie. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It was if like it's just like let's drive a a, a, a freaking quad around, yeah. like let's drive a, a a fork truck or some shit around. The thing about this is, the most enjoyable parts are the little like beeps and bops and VHS stuff, and like I think that they the only thing that I will entertain the idea that is meta about this is the fact that it clearly wasn't edited, which which we didn't edit anything as either because we didn't know how to do that nor did we have the equipment Mm -hmm. we would just rewind to the part and then start recording from that part you know so like there was no actual editing that happened in our movies until we were older right so i i get the feeling that might have been what they did here so like i will give them credit that that might have been a a decision but the sound it, it just makes me want to just drink bleach like watching it you know what i mean it's it's genuinely unpleasant there is 6 minutes like you said there are 6 minutes not 30 seconds not a minute 6 minutes pre title card that is just some dickhead getting drunk and driving different vehicles around yeah. Like he drives a truck, just like what we would call a yard truck, you yeah, know, yeah. or a farm yep. truck. Yep. Then he gets on a quad. Then he gets on like, I forget, something else, a tractor or some shit. What does he have? It's like a. Yeah, I a, think he gets a on a tractor or something. I or, forget. Oh, no, something it's, dumb. It's one, of those, it's one of those little mini caterpillars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's a just front like. Loader. He, he, yeah. It's six minutes. Yeah. I just dicking around doing Beaver much. County stuff. <laughs> yeah, six minutes is too long. We even had the sense at 12 that like if we were doing something dumb, keep it short. Mm-hmm. Keep it short. Don't go six minutes. <laughs> and then like the jokes. So they do this whole bit and uh, listen, you can go through it like there's not any story to speak of here, really. I mean, loose. There's a very loose story. Yeah, but like yeah. the broccoli, the broccoli thing. It just like I, I explain. I mean, explain the broccoli, broccoli rock, and all that. So I don't know how much in the story you want to get, but like, it felt like a rejected bit from like a early issue of Mad Magazine or something. Like it just wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't so funny. I think I think that's one of those things that captures that making dumb films with your friends type you know video is that yeah you you, we all had dumb friends dumb white kid friends who wanted to be rappers 
And so, like, they, they're recording their dumb white kid friend doing a rap, but, like, he's rapping about broccoli, but at the same time, he's also like, hey, fuck you, suck my dick, you know? Like, yeah. Kiss my ass and suck yeah. my cock. If you don't like broccoli, the broccoli rock. Like, that fucking, <laughs> like, it sucks. It sucks because, you know, you're, you're watching a 30-year-old man in a tight-fitting t- t-shirt do it. But if you think yeah. of, like, a kid doing it, you know, it's funny again. Like, it's a child. It would have been funny if he was 12. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's 20 years older than that. They, I'm not even joking when I tell you we had a big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Like, in our, like, we had a big mouth Billy Bass that, that made appearances occasionally. We did a movie. This, here, I'll give you an example. This is a funnier bit than anything in this movie. We had a, uh, a bit where my friend Brian had just got a new, his family had just got a compact computer, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, remember the compact computer boxes? They were huge and they were like cow. It was like a cow. Yeah, print, spotted cow. Right? Yeah. That was like the marketing. Yeah. So we had somebody, the cop movie, the way we were going to catch the bad guy is the cop would hide under the box and make moo noises and walk around the yard and then the bad guy came up and was like the the cow had a had a sign on him that said free milk and then the bad guy had to come up and was like oh free milk there's a cow here free milk but the udders that were hanging down were the cop's gun Ah. so he grabbed it and he was like i got you that was a bit that we did Right, which is exactly and it was like funnier than it was funnier than anything in this. I don't know. I think it's about the same as you know jerking <laughs> off a fish man in the alley. <laughs> is it? It's more deft. We had a let's put it this way: we had a more deft hand at twelve than these guys do at thirty-five. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, you have to watch. You we probably have to watch like a lot more from them to understand. Yeah like where this is coming from uh, i feel like yeah. i've watched because they're part of like kind of a, a a vhs you know kind of retro throwback collective of skit makers they're on i'm sure i'm sure it's a whole thing they do that they're very feel very avant-garde about yeah but and i don't think yeah. they're necessarily try- like avant-garde feels too pretentious yeah, I, I'm being a little facetious in that, but yeah. Yeah. Whereas they're just they're just kind of doing dumb shit. You know, they are just doing dumb shit, but I think they're doing it with the uh, self awareness. Yeah, I'm sure. The 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 one part that like really was reminiscent of the movies we would make when we were kids for me was when they had that like Wish.com Clint Howard pop up, and he was like the anti broccoli guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he and he was doing basically like an Alex Jones impression. Right. Yeah. But he just was clearly trying to talk like Clint Howard. Like and he kind of looked a little bit like like I said, like a wish.com Clint Howard that we would do stuff like that all the time because just like a new friend would happen to be hanging out that day mm-hmm. and we'd be like, all right, this is your scene. <laughs> you know, <laughs> We would just throw him in the movie. Yeah. And that's what like a lot of their a lot of their short clips and stuff on YouTube feel just like that. They're just doing little short clips of silliness. 
And they're also yeah. doing that. They also do that in the film as well. Cause like you said, they have the anti broccoli guy who's telling everybody about how like everything that's green is bad for you. Only eat orange. <laughs> and then, yeah. You have uh, and, oh, and like the broccoli's turn, turning the bre- the broccoli is turning the beetroots gay. <laughs> yeah, he was still he's, he's doing full of outs. Yeah. so like so yeah. like there is an awareness because they they're aware enough to make fun of Alex Jones and repurpose his shtick to doing anti broccoli you know uh, uh, propaganda for their pro broccoli movie that ends with sure. broccoli killing a guy like. I don't know. I, I, I yeah. yeah. I, 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 it's not broccoli though. If it was broccoli, it is a guy wearing a broccoli shirt. Well, no, that's, and that's, he has like, that, that's, that's Bobby Brock, right? Bobby Brock. That's yeah, it. He's yeah. the spokesman for broccoli who also is just kind of like this, you know, this rap star who lives in, but he's also like a ghost that comes or, 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 or the crazy guy is hallucinating that he, that, Bobby Brock is there. Right, yeah. I mean, it gets revealed later yeah. on in the movie. So so our our main character, we'll, we'll talk about our main character. Our main character, James, is the guy who's been riding around on tractors. And then he's in his basement, painting his basement, when his friend Jeremy comes over. And Jeremy is pretty sick of James always watching Broccoli Rock on a Saturday. And he, Jeremy says, I need to expose James to the truth. And that's when he puts on the anti-broccoli guy. So I, I want to pause for one second because the way you explained that made it seem like that was just a, that's how they progressed the story. Right. But what you just explained took 15 minutes of diarrhea yeah. of the mouth <laughs> right. to get that across. Oh, yeah. It is like, that's the thing I hate about it, I think, is because if it was just like kids being silly, like I said, if this was just like our movie, a hundred percent, like 50 times more things happen. Mm. Nothing happens in this. Right. It's just like the one fucking guy just talks in circles for such an obnoxious amount of time. And then the other guy just goes, fuck, dude, shit, fuck, motherfucking <laughs> fish, bitch, fucking, fucking fish, bitch. Like, he just like, it's, it's, it's the most obnoxious as fuck. It's the most like unscripted, uh, terrible improv. But again, it, because it feels so authentic to those days of like, kids don't know how to improv properly. <laughs> So no, but like this is just I agree. And even if you're right, even if this is like a meta thing of like, hey, this is how we acted when we were trying to improvise as kids. That's fine. But I don't want to watch it for six minutes. <laughs> that's fair. Like, I understand like it <laughs> 30 to 45 seconds of like someone say like, OK, let's take a movie, which I'm not even that particularly fond of, but something like Velocipastor, yeah. which is a now that's not a parody of this exact thing, right, right. but that's a parody of a 80s B movie, low budget mm-hmm. 
guy in a rubber suit, you know, almost like if you took, uh, you know, Ed Wood and put him in the 19 late 1970s, early 1980s. That's what they were trying to recapture with something like Velocipaster. And it's very meta. It's very um, uh, self-aware and, you know, tongue in cheek and all that stuff. And like whether you like it or not, fine. But like they progress things forward pretty quick. <laughs> this they just sit in their dirty pee pants <laughs> for so long. So what you're saying is it's way too accurate of a recreation of it's it's all instead of instead of taking the little funny things that happen, you know, I, I'm going to use a movie. I don't know why this came to my mind. I haven't watched this movie in years, but the movie's super bad, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Superbad is a genuinely very funny movie. I would say most people would consider it to be like a modern cla- comedic classic. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Very funny movie. They took the little funny things that stupid assholes teenage boys would say mm-hmm. and punched it up to make it even more entertaining. Right. This movie took that idea, but instead of saying, we're going to make it entertaining... We're just going to follow around the dumbest kids, you know, for 10 for, for 60 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've you lost the point, which is to also make it entertaining. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it depends on the intention of the artist. If the intention of the artist is to accurately recreate 11 year olds making movies in their backyard with a VHS camera, they accurately did it. But you're also correct when you say that's not entertaining because that's also like accurately recreating a pin in your dick hole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, here's the thing, too, is like if they would have done that and been like, oh, we're we're grown ups and we're going to like pretend like we're back at age 12 making movies, that would have been actually more entertaining and it would have been like, fuck, we got to cut because I get to go home for lunch. You know what I mean? Little shit yeah. like that would have been true to life. Little slice of life type of stuff might have been fun. But they were very clearly like we are degenerate 38 year olds. <laughs> they were smoking, <laughs> smoking, drinking. There's tits in the movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just they they. That's why I don't buy into this like meta genius that you're trying to push over. I I'm don't. Not, I'm not think even saying it's genius. Happened. I'm just saying it. it I yeah. think it's done with the meta intention of like we're gonna be we're gonna be dumb, but we're just gonna do it anyway, and we're yeah. just going to complete projects. I feel like we've been kind of dancing around it, but we haven't brought it up yet. But like, there's a little bit of similarity to the terror at blood fart lake movies so i wrote that down but then i also like it's a discredit to those movies like and i've only seen the first one yeah but the well, terror blood movies, fart lake is infinitely funnier than this yeah yeah they're i mean they are infinitely funnier but like they're kind of also made in the same intention but they're made in the way that you were just explaining of like distilling down the best parts yeah. And, and doing it with the intention of like being nostalgic, but also having that kind of click in your head of like you, you can definitely see the meta in those films because like they have characters replaying, you know, you know, they have some character or 
that have some actors like playing multiple Just characters. Just put a wig on and now yeah. you're a different person. Yeah. And they're not trying that, to hide it. <laughs> that did such a better job. Like that's a, and I thought of it several times when I was watching this is like, this is just a really shitty attempt at making something like Bloodfart Lake, which we could tell was like made with love and mm-hmm. enthusiasm. And yeah. this was just made with like just brain damage and just like <laughs> drunk time being killed. It was like they were being paid by how many batteries they went through. You know what I mean? Like that's what it felt like. They had they had this thing too. And the thing that I think bothered me too about this is I, you know, I don't want to say grew up, but like I was I was the exact target audience for like Tim and Eric. Right. When, mm-hmm. first, yeah. when, when like t- Tim and Eric first started, like Tim and o- Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job, like all the Tim and Eric movies. Like I was in high school, college, like I was at the I was the exact tar- target audience for Tim and Eric. Mm-hmm. Love Tim and Eric. And even before that, like Wondershows and, and, yeah, and yeah. you know, those types of like anti comedy type of shows like I was in the 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 exact time, even even Aqua Teen to a certain extent. But that like stuff that like a lot of people got popularized by by adult swim you can tell that they kind of were in that demographic but they don't have the talent or or (laughs) work put the work in to make it actually funny and it so it had these tim and eric-y vibes but like you just imagine them standing around going you know, Tim and Eric just do stuff that isn't funny and then it becomes funny. We should do that. We can be not funny, but they're not funny has nothing behind it. Like you pull back that layer of the onion, there's nothing under it, you know? <laughs> and so even, and, and I was thinking that the first 15 minutes of the movie, and then they literally have a Tim and Eric cameo, like not a cameo with Tim and Eric. I mean, I think they literally went to cameo.com or the cameo app and got the one guy who is, oftentimes shows up on Tim and Eric to do a little just spit words at the camera that are a complete non sequitur. Yeah. David Lieb Hart is his name. Yeah. 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 Uh, Again, I don't know. Like that's the, I think I feel like that's the mystery. This it's, it's almost like pro wrestling. You don't know what's kayfabe and what's not. Are they keeping the kayfabe of being seemingly incompetent and it doesn't play for you? Or, okay, back to the big fish, uh, the, the big mouth Billy Bass. Yeah. One, knowing to include that is such a kind of 90s throwback to the time, which again puts them in our demographic. Yeah. To know that it would also register with us, not just that it's a, something that they know. But it registers with us. I like the fact that like there's kind of the 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 voiceover editing of them. Like they did they didn't do away with the audio of the big fish bass singing, don't worry, be happy. But they <laughs> recorded its own audio of like saying, kill him, kill him. It has for this one minute, for this one minute, I thought like, oh, this is gonna be funny, the direction they go. Yeah. But, it, but they never, 
it never becomes funny. <laughs> like it showed promise like two or three times throughout the movie mm-hmm. for like a, a total of 90 seconds. It showed promise, yeah. but it never delivered. You have to pick the moments that are funny out of it. Like it's never a sustained thing. Uh, I, okay. Again, another example of a film that you would, that you enjoy better because it does it with intention is black dynamite. Like black mm. dynamite plays the meta of those 70s films so when they include a boom in the shot they do it intentionally for a joke not because they uh, they're bad filmmakers they're they're good filmmakers who know how to break the rules properly yeah whereas we're whereas it feels like you know we're unsure of what their filmmaking prowess is and i just feel like just some of the editing choices some of the choices in here tell me that they they know what they're doing, but they're just making it too accurate. They're playing they're playing kayfabe too hard, and it uh, throws things off. But I can also be wrong. <sighs> I'm always willing to be wrong. Yeah, I mean, like there, here's where I th- the kind of thing that it's just like you have to be able to do at least. And I'm not saying you got to turn like Black Dynamite. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you got to turn and wink at the camera and go, look what we're doing. Right. But just give us a, a at least it, it being funny so that we can go, was that funny on purpose or was it funny on accident? Mm-hmm. But when it's not funny ever for any reason, we have no reason to care whether it's gay favor or not. You know what I mean? So like there's one point where like he decides he's going to shave his head. Yeah. And he kind of does, but it just felt like they were just coming up with things to record on the spot. Yeah. Like again, it never becomes interesting or funny. So like if it was funny, then you would be like, oh, that's funny in spite of itself, or it's funny because they wink, wink, nod, nod, they get it. But when it never becomes funny <laughs> at all, it makes you it makes you wonder what it makes you just not care either way. <laughs> See, I actually who, ca- who cares if they're doing something clever because it's never enjoyable or funny. <laughs> See, I actually thought that specific scene was kind of funny. Yeah. Because the whole setup is James, after he's become addicted to fish piss, he also like the, 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 the we haven't really even gotten into just like how the story goes. So it's, yeah. it's hard. So just to sum it's it like up, 45 seconds, you could summarize. Yeah, it, but just yeah. to sum it up real quick. We already spoke about James and Jeremy. After James gets upset about the anti-broccoli propaganda, he starts drinking fish piss. He gets addicted to fish piss, and the only way to get fish piss is to jerk off fishes, and then they piss after they come, as most yeah. people as most people do. It's so, fu- the the concept is like one of the things where you're like, oh, this could be kind of funny. This right. is something we would have said when we were twelve. Yeah, yeah. It's a but dumb, then, silly concept yeah. of like you you because yeah. it's like a twelve year old saying. You know how after sometimes you make white, you, you got to pee afterwards? <laughs> you know? like, yeah. Like my, <laughs> I remember my friend Brian used to think it was really funny that the idea of after you jerk off, you feel like you have to pinch your dick and squeeze, <laughs> like squeeze everything out like it's a, like it's a toothpaste tube. Yeah. 
<laughs> he thought that was a really funny concept. And I remember us like making jokes in movies about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's fine. Yeah. And, and, but that's exactly what they're, they're, they're baking off of. They're baking off of like a 12 year old sensibilities of like, hey, isn't it weird that you have to pee after you come? <laughs> What if the pee after you come is like super good and gets people addicted? What if it came from a fish monster? <laughs> okay. I, I'm not saying the premise. Like the when you told me what this movie was about, I was like, this is going to be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I'm, I just think it's because they did it too accurately. And like you said, like this movie does spend just incredible amount of time just dicking around but then there are just these tiny little moments that make me laugh like the the big fish billy bass i don't know why it made me laugh but it made me think of like skinnamarink because they're yeah. they're trying to do skinnamarink but like they don't delete the original audio and they just do a shitty voiceover doing kill him which is like that's skinnamarink um that was like one like i said that was for 10 seconds i was like this yeah. might be funny and yeah. then it never comes to fruition but and then yeah, after, I agree. after he kills him after he kills his friend jeremy and rips his head off which is just an obvious mannequin head they're mm-hmm. just him standing in the basement holding the wrench over his friend's head screaming fuck you motherfucker like it's <laughs> i don't know it makes me laugh out of like I don't know, just remembering the cringe things I did with my friends back in the day. Because we we also had, like, the VHS camera and we did, like, jackass videos and shit like that. Sure. So. But, like, the things that you're explaining that were, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, and 1 being not at all funny and 10 being very funny, Mm -hmm. are, like, a a 1.5. Yeah. Those things all happen within about... 45 seconds of each other yeah and then we're left with an entire other hour plus <laughs> of nothing well, i think i think there's uh, two more two more scenes one of them is that head shaving scene so like james after he gets addicted to the fish piss he forms a relationship with a fish monster and but the fish monster is constantly rejecting him so he shaves his head to be more pretty and presentable and as he's shaving his head he's like am i beautiful now <laughs> like that's funny <laughs> <laughs> it's not but i get what you're saying like it probably would have been funny when i was 12 yeah i i think the i think the only other part that i thought was a little funny just because of the absurdity of it mm-hmm. was when he, the fish so the only other thing that i kind of liked and this was a reoccurring thing was when the fish talks it comes up as text on the screen right Almost like an old, you know, silent film. And so the fish monster comes out of the water near the end. And he's like, I told you I was going to rip your dick off. (laughs) And he like starts pulling off his pants and like fight like they're like struggling. And he's slowly pulling off his pants. And then there's a scene of him presumably, presumably going to pull off James's dick. And he's like tugging at his dick. And just as he's about to get his dick ripped off by the fit by the fish man, a sexy fish lady comes out of the pond. Yeah. And flops her boobs out. Yeah. Her very human boobs. 
because she's yeah, just in a sw- she, uh, sweatshirt. <laughs> she's wearing a sweatshirt and she has the fish, the same fish mask on, but she hasn't painted her body green or put anything green on except for the fish mask. So that was the only part I was just kind of like, uh, uh, like I didn't laugh, mm-hmm. but I was just like, oh, okay. It's funny <laughs> that she's just got the, she's got a sweatshirt on, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I can't make you I can't make you like it, but I also understand why you don't. <laughs> well, and then she she he jumps into the water after her, yeah. stops trying to rip James's dick off. And James, his you know voiceover is like, and that's the last time I ever saw that fish fuck. Yeah. And there's 20 minutes left. Right. In the runtime. And it was because there were, you know, you do this after credit thing where like. James's friend goes to the insane asylum and just like, I, I guess the, the, uh, like the only part that was not even scary. Cause nothing about this is scary, but there was like a scene that you could construe as like kind of gross or like violent was when he puts the garbage bag over the other friend's head. Mm-hmm. Cause the, the, the thing we didn't get to is like James murders people to like satisfy the fish, you know, almost like to, I don't want to say seduce, but like to get the fish monster out of the lake so he can jerk him off and get his fish piss. Yeah. It, it, it becomes it, like, it becomes a very simple, like almost Lovecraftian story of there's a yeah. symbiotic relationship between the protagonist and the monster. And yeah. he has to kill for the monster in order for the monster to satisfy his addiction is all it is. Yeah. 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 But then there's 12 minutes after that of just credits mixed with these guys just dicking around. Oh, like yeah. literally after credits, yeah, like, like like not even bloopers, just like behind the scenes, they have them just recording themselves dicking around. Ultimately, where I get with this is I don't know if I can. <sighs> it's not really a movie. <laughs> so much like this is just several adult men i think just getting drunk and fucking around with an old camera that they found which is fine it's cool let's have fun but i don't want to watch it (laughs) (laughs) like i'm not like you guys are assholes for getting drunk with your friends and dicking around with this old camera. Do that. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. But don't don't make it a movie like that I need to watch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I uh yeah, I don't I, again, I don't know cuz there's such a there's such a like uh um and I I guess you would say movement. There's a movement towards reincorporating analog into like filmmaking in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, even, even not necessarily like this long form f- format, but like a lot of TikTok and uh, just like art installations and stuff. They, they, a lot of them play with analog. Yeah. In, you know, recreating that feel uh, video games are getting into that a lot. Like because mm-hmm. it's because it is ultimately easier to make a game that looks like it's from the PS one era, and then yeah. you slap a VHS filter over it and you go, oh, it's like when I played on a fucking CRT. 
Um, so yeah, it, it, I don't know where these guys fall into that because again, if you look at their like YouTube page, all of their stuff is this analog, and um, I I even question are are they doing it? Uh, are they doing it naturally with just like filming on a VHS camera and you know uh, transferring from a VHS tape, or are they putting in the real work of degrading footage and putting it into a four three format and adding fucking all these filters and shit to it if they are that's almost more sad <laughs> because to, to 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 put all that work into making something that is this not entertaining would be a depressing proposition like I, I think it's the former. I think they are literally like we found this camera and this is our whole shtick is like because there are some scenes, especially when it's like the broad daylight scenes mm-hmm. where you have this super saturated uh, contrast of like the sky and the grass. And it does look kind of cool. Um, But that is the most redeeming part by far. So if they're doing all that and putting like Uh, hours and hours and hours and hours into figuring out how to do it painstakingly with digital effects. That is like really sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, or or I guess you could say it was like a labor of love, but like even some of those games that people are like making to make it look like it's silent Hill, you know, the original silent Hill or whatever. Yeah. Even those are like, they're fun. The, the The whole idea is that they're still fun. This is just. It's just there's it's just not fun. Like, it's just not fun, not entertaining. It's a slog to watch. It's not funny. It's not scary. It's certainly not scary. Mm-hmm. It's not even really gross. It's not anything. It's just a waste of batteries. <laughs> like, that's the, <laughs> the only thing I think it is. It's a waste of battery. <laughs> it's just a carbon footprint of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, hey, it's a, it's a, again, like, what if, like, what if that's just kind of like the, the ethos of their whole, like, filmmaking? Cause, cause I mean, what we did in our teens was a fucking waste of batteries and a carbon footprint. But it was we weren't putting it on a streaming service that people pay money for. No one saw this. It just sat in someone's parents basement. Mm -hmm. And it was literally just we don't have anything else to do. Right. Because we're 12 and we don't have a driver's license and we are home. We're latchkey kids. (laughs) You know, that's all. That's the that's why we did it. They don't have excuses like that. We were just really desperately trying to pass the time and have fun with our friends. I guess you could argue that they're doing the same, but it becomes a real movie and they had to do things to make this a real movie. And then they had to have a meeting. So I was thinking about this during the movie. They had a meeting with Trauma. And I'm not saying Lloyd Kaufman was there and he was like, ah, I love it. It's great. It's Bafo. But let's say they're sitting there. Yeah. They had to have a meeting with somebody, at least a phone call. 
They they and probably had a phone had, call or an email. I, I don't. I wouldn't put it yeah. too much farther than that. <laughs> but someone said, "Yes, we would like this movie to put it on our streaming service." Yeah, and they either watched it. I, I like to believe they didn't even watch it. They just were like, "How long is it?" Uh, sev- six, seventy minutes. Okay, what's it called? Fish piss. <laughs> um, do you have a do you have a, a poster? Uh, yes, they don't. Uh, all right, send us the poster. We'll think about it. And then somebody was like, got the email at three p.m. on a Friday one day, and was like, "Fish piss." Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> that's all, that's all <laughs> the only way I could think that it's okay. on here. <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. I'm of the mind that this it, it's. It's a lot of intentional avant-garde behavior and maybe it doesn't land with you and not saying not saying that I'm like fully on board with what they're doing but I kind of get I, I just never have the 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 mentality of like if you're trying to create art you're trying to do something and if it resonates with somebody it resonates with somebody so yeah. like I like I don't know that I'm gonna like tune in to every fucking Janus Click video that comes out. I just saw this one come up and I go fish piss great. And then I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, it's a bunch of we're doing you know we're playing in that VHS analog aesthetic. And then we watched the movie and I was like, I'm, I'm like I'm never gonna watch this movie again. But I I just I don't know I kind of appreciate I appreciated what they were doing through the video. And I think it plays better. Again, their YouTube channel is a lot shorter, more consumable things that have the same feel, but it's easier to yeah. watch because you're just watching, you know, 20 seconds or a minute and you go, oh, okay, we're doing kind of like analog spookies. We're doing little analog yeah, that, spookies. That would have been fine. 20 seconds would have been all right. An hour plus. So. There's four user reviews on IMDb, and I'm curious. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So I, I'm going to read a couple of these. I've, I'm reading them live. One of them's two out of ten, and it says, I suppose if I found an old VHS recorder in a dumpster, I might be inclined to shoot a few scenes, but I doubt I could come up with anything or something this bad. Honestly, the quality is seriously bad. What good is having 4K television if I'm okay? So this guy's kind of losing, missing the point, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. I watched it because it seemed to have a quirky storyline. If they use modern tech to put this together, okay. So this guy just completely missed the point. That's fine, whatever. Five out of 10. Wild to say five out of 10. Lynchian as all get out. Don't ask me how I found this movie, but I watched most of it. No, he didn't. He watched. 15 minutes max stylized as all hell bizarre performances and way too much crossfades but it's undeniably lynchian and creative and playful and unashamed and exactly what it is the 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 grammar suggests to me this person is a moron (laughs) i wish people have brave I wish people were brave enough to write things like this more often. No one wrote this. There's no writing. 
Also, wonderful scoring and soundtrack to the whole thing. Wrong. It set a fantastic or a, a fascinating tone. Another commenter said it looked terrible, but that's so obviously the point. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, clearly about green things, so they made it green. That's effective color grading at work. Always, anyways, I don't know what else to say about this. Nicely done, boys. He knows this person. Like so that's somebody who knows the filmmakers. There's I, no way it's not. I feel like I feel like three of these four uh, reviews are from people who know the filmmakers. The next one is 10 out of 10 best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. And I'm not going to read it because no. it is lengthy, but it's in the enchanting world of fish piss. Every frame is a masterpiece weaving a tapestry of emotions that transcends the boundary of cinema. So this is a very tongue in cheek. And then the last one is, why would they ever try to make this one out of 10? I cannot believe I sat through a movie with such filth in it. So I don't know. Somebody's just, this is just a whole hodgepodge of dysfunction. These reviews here. Yeah, this like this last one. It feels like one of them wrote it. Because yeah, it, it, I, I agree. Yeah, because it's like I just saying I can't believe I sat through a movie with such filth in it is like that's such a call to. Yeah, it's like a humble brag almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Filmmakers. Like, like there's so many there's so many movies with more filth to them. Um, Let's go to Letterboxd. Yeah, listen to this. The this Janus dot click crew. So first of all, if somebody really hated them, they would not have called them by name. Exactly. This Janus dot click crew seems to only be making movies for fun and i cannot stand that everyone yeah. knows when you make movies you do it to be judged harshly so it's a very tongue-in-cheek review one out of ten yeah it's clearly a yeah it's clearly a user you know it, this is the thing that's bothering me and i'll shut up about trashing the movie sure these guys i don't know them i, I like i said i have pledged to fist fight them <laughs> i don't I, I get the feeling that they think that they're more clever than they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they think they're doing. Did you ever watch uh, 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 um, Workaholics? No, I didn't like Have that you ever show. Watched that? No, I actually didn't okay. like that show. There's some, there's some funny episodes to it. There's some really dumb episodes to it. But there's one kid who's like a 12 year old who hangs out with their drug dealer, Carl, who's like a, this fucking loser guy. And he's like gets into this thing where he thinks he's being like this like street artist, graffiti artist, and he's just like up his own ass about it. And I just feel like these guys are just kind of up smelling their own farts a little bit <laughs> and forgot to make the movie entertaining. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I just get the sense that if they were presented with this podcast and they heard what you had to say, yeah, their retort would just kind of be like almost millennial nihilism. In yes, that, agreed. And that like they don't care if they're dumb and they don't care if you don't like it. Like they're not doing anything but doing it. They're just doing yeah. to do. I agree. So like and that's why I'm saying the like I'm not saying don't make it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying I don't want to watch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying like I don't think there's anything you could say that would hurt them. <laughs> no, of course not. No. 
No, so. there, that's absolutely true. Like yeah. that's not like there is nothing. I, I feel very, con- uh, very confident in saying that there is nothing that I could say that they would be like, you know what? You're right. This is bad. Like they would be like, they, it, it's like, like I said, it's the peeling back the layers of the onion thing mm-hmm. where it's like, they feel like they're always going to have a Trump card, which is, but we know it's bad and we're okay with that and we're making it to make it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, no matter how I, uh, you it's, know, how, however it, I it, slice it, it literally turns that's into, always, it literally turns into Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, duck season, wabbit yeah. season. It's like, <laughs> but you suck, but we know we suck, but you suck, <laughs> but you don't know yeah. how bad you suck. Oh, we know how bad we suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a better. That's a great way of putting it. I yes, we know we suck. No, no, no. I don't think you know how bad you suck. <laughs> oh, we know. Oh, we we know. know more than you'll ever know. We suck on purpose and so hard. <laughs> yes, but I think that that sucks. Yeah, we know it sucks to suck. <laughs> but I know. But you, it sucks that you suck and know that it but sucks. We know it sucks to suck. But we know that it sucks to suck, and we also know that it sucks to know that we suck that it sucks yeah uh i get i, I get it yeah. it's anything that's like uh yeah it's i i have no doubt that's the mentality but does it make it a fun movie or make it worthwhile or should anybody ever watch it right yeah it, yeah it doesn't again like i i already said it but it's like you know it just doesn't have artistic value for you not that yeah. it has artistic value for me but i kind of think i see what they're aiming at and if it means something to other people, because like, I, I don't know, maybe it means something to people who are way younger than us, who have no like frame of reference to the, the way things were done in the past of like maybe. VHS. Maybe that's, maybe it's that's interesting true, to them. If that's true, if it is like a time capsule type of thing for certain people mm-hmm. and you get enjoy enjoyment out of it that way, I am all for it absolutely do it and watch it and fine but like from my perspective and and i would probably imagine that at least a a significant percentage of our listenership is at least within a hundred miles of my point of view on this oh yeah if you are avoid this like the plague (laughs) I guarantee most of our listeners are on your side. I, I I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> if you like this movie and saw value in it and were happy you watched it, you're probably not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah, I, I just think it's interesting because like there's also just like, again, there's there's a pervasive nihilism in the younger mm. generations in like sure in, in like the crazy shit that they watch. Which also makes them curious about like repurposing analog stuff. Well, and that's why I love all these old like weird clips that like we send each other back and forth of like this weird analog shit or even Mm -hmm. like weird early digital uh, animation stuff that's like completely absent. But it's 20 seconds. It's not 75 minutes. You know what I mean? So like it's it's a little bit more digestible in that format. But that's another thing we just didn't even mention. But like they include... Just out of nowhere, there is a uh, there, there's a computer animated big titted lady 
running through best the woods. The best part about it was that little computer animated part with the fish man. That was the best thing about it. Yeah. Like that was the, that was, I was like, oh, this is, this might be actually cool. That was one of the moments where I was like, this might be actually cool for a second. Yeah. But it, it just feels like a thing they just threw in. Like they threw it in intentionally as like something as like, that's how we cover up a scene we can't film. Because we don't have a fe- yeah. we don't have a female friend, so we make a shitty computer animation <laughs> to show the fish yeah. attacking her or something. I mean, that might have been the best part of the whole movie. Is yeah. that like yeah, twenty seconds of uh, of putting that in there? So can can I read you a, uh, a letterbox review? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, it just says simply it, it no stars even given. Uh, it just says I have now ended the relationship with my boyfriend. This was the final straw. yeah it's like if if your intention is just to kind of like freak out squares (laughs) then like all right fine um i i I like your idea and i'm more I, i i would say i'm more likely to be convinced of this as having value as a as a time capsule type of thing mm-hmm but I would argue that if that's your bag and that's what you're trying to accomplish, then that you can find the real genuine article on YouTube a million times over. Mm-hmm. That is that is a better time capsule. That is more entertaining. That is shorter. That is all of those things. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it is kind of hard to actually just find that stuff. It, it naturally but it does prop up mm-hmm. um what is uh is the the found footage fest is mm-hmm. they've been curating this stuff forever because they've been putting out yeah. just like they're they, they have a whole bunch of found footage stuff like that guy who sells the rvs and fucking loses his shit um yeah but then they also or go to like go go to everything is terrible like go mm-hmm. go watch everything is terrible yeah like you'll you'll that's infinitely funnier i've paid money to see them put on shows live mm-hmm. like they're hilarious editing geniuses and this is like like they comb through thousands of hours to find actual entertaining stuff yeah the, uh, here's a here's another letterbox review two stars uh average youtube video in 2009 to 2013 <laughs> so <laughs> i was gonna say honestly i was just thinking about like the average like this is below average for all of YouTube for its entire history. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would say if you just said, even even early YouTube, if you picked a random video from, like you said, 2008 to 2012, it, there is a, it is more likely that it would be funnier and more entertaining than this. Mm-hmm. Perhaps with the exception of the uh the like I said, the little the little digital animated part. That was the only part I actually liked. Yeah. That kind of that kind of time frame of YouTube is how you got like the magic of things uh of of Star Wars kid. Yeah. You know, but, but those are like those were natural occurrences. Those are candid, candid things. Yeah, that yeah. was real candid. It was it was seeing America's funniest home videos without having to go through Bob Saget as your dealer. It was there was the pure yeah. uncut raw shit. <laughs> that uncut shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. It's like uh, it's it's the pro I guess 
it doesn't really even get to like cringe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause I'm a fan. I will, I, me and my brother send a, send some really, really intense cringy <laughs> shit back and forth to each other <laughs> of like people on TikTok, mm-hmm. like, you know, review just, just really cringy shit. And I can see value in that and, and think that's funny, but like, this doesn't really even hit on that. It's not even really cringy. Maybe it will be someday. Yeah. And that'll be why it's funny. Yeah. It's not, it's, and they just, re- it's not cringe because they, they protect themselves essentially as yeah. artists. Like even when we are talking about, you know, the scene where James gets his dick attacked by the fish man, you never see anything. It's never yeah. even a vulnerable of like, oh, that dude has like a, a tiny ween or something like you yeah. never see like a yeah. tiny ween or a big bush or something like that to make you go. Oh, that's kind of embarrassing for him, you know? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there, I mean, it's a generally protected film there. And because it was made with intention, you don't have those natural embarrassing moments. So, yeah, yeah, I can I can see how like when you manufacture it. It, it, it like it doesn't it doesn't hold value yeah yeah guys i hate it i hate it don't watch it it's <laughs> called fish piss avoid it I, steve says maybe watch it yeah i say maybe if you if you if you have an easy way to find it if you already have a trauma now subscription i i wanted to mention you just mentioned your brother and i forgot to mention earlier in the episode um but this is kind of your brother's fault because he voted mm. for me on Instagram. I saw that. That's why. <laughs> Just rat bastard. <laughs> He's listening to this right now, probably too. You fucking rat fuck. <laughs> um, it's your fault. It's your fault. I have made him watch some really dumb shit, though, um, o- over the years. So he's probably, I probably deserve it. Anyway, guys, that is Fish Piss from 20 and 13. 2023. Um, a, a title that was. <laughs> What did I say? 2013? Yeah. yeah, it's it's a Freudian <laughs> slip there. 2023. Um, it feels like it's from 2003 um, or, or earlier, perhaps. Don't watch it. Um, that's the prognosis. But what you should watch is uh, is some killer clown movies, some killer car movies, some gothic horror movies, perhaps. Go over to the old social medias. Help us vote. Check out our our, uh, our Instagram stories in the next few days. Check out our, our poll over on the Twitter. Vote for one of those. Whether you want to go Killer Clowns, which was Ron's suggestion, Killer Cars, um, which came from the old spinny wheel, or Gothic Horror. Pick one of those. And then once we have a topic, throw us suggestions, please. Because um, depending on what lands, we might have some conversations about movies that shouldn't be on the list right maybe not who knows i don't know we'll see we might have some egg rolls associated with i'm just thinking clown specifically but you know what mm-hmm. I don't know. maybe not maybe not because we just leave maybe we just leave everything up in the air i don't know we'll see um follow us on the social medias help us out make those picks for us and and throw us some suggestions it's always much appreciated anything else steve that we're forgetting about any final words on fish piss no, I the, the only final thoughts I had was I did give Brian the the choice between did he want to do fishmen or vampires and he went fishmen and so he got this. Had you gone vampires, you would have mm-hmm. gotten vampires bikini beach or bikini beach vampires. That sounds infinitely more enjoyable. Yeah, maybe. It was Is that another trauma? 
I don't know who the fuck made it. I watched the first 10, 15 minutes of it. It seemed like a VHS transfer of an 80s film. Like, it's definitely an 80s mm-hmm. film. And it was a VHS transfer of a film. Vampire on Bikini Beach? Yep. Okay. And it just... It All right. was com- I'm just telling you right now, thousand times better. Probably. Thousand times Probably better. Probably would have been. But that was that was your own... Yeah. That was your own doing. You choose your fate. <laughs> yeah. I guess I did. I guess I did. I'm just looking at just a couple of, of images from Vampire on Bikini Beach. And it is... Two teenagers find a book called The Book of the Dead as soon as they discover that a vampire cult, which needs the book to raise the dead so they can take over the world, is after him. Boy, that's a dangling uh, sentence there, (laughs) but um, it does look... I mean, I'm just looking at the cover, and I'm going to guess that the one second that is on the, the, the poster for this movie costs more than... Maybe 10 times more than all of fish piss. Probably, yeah. Um, but which is to say, almost any amount of money, Z- like one is infinitely more than zero. <laughs> so, three, three things were bought for the production of fish piss the green mm-hmm. morph suit, the fish mask, yeah, maybe, and the yeah. watermelon that they smash if, <laughs> when they're smashing the, uh, the kid's head in the garbage bag. Those are the only three expenditures I can think of. And even two of those still might have just been things on hand. So (laughs) unless they had to buy a V like a VHS tape to put in this camera. No, they guaranteed just probably had it on hand. Yeah. They just reused one. You're right. You're right. (laughs) All right, guys, I'm going to never think about this again. Uh, Join us next week where, well, we have a couple of different things we got coming on this month here for the balance of February. Uh, so so check it out. We're going to be watching a couple of fun movies, maybe a little guest or something later here at Feb. So, all right. For the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. And I'm addicted to fish piss. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were. I wish that upon you. Hooray. Fuck. Bye. 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 <laughs>